Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Ready? Yep. Let's go. Let's laugh. We are imperfect after all. Okay. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Imperfect Us podcast. I'm Leanne Camilleri. And I'm Lisa Downs. As hosts of the Imperfect Us podcast, we share relatable stories that celebrate we are all perfectly imperfect humans leading perfectly imperfect lives. We discover practical and evidence-based strategies that draw on the science of well-being and positive psychology that help us to uncover the barriers that might hold us back from being our authentic selves and turn them into opportunities so that we can show up more consistently doing what we really aspire to do and who we want to be. We acknowledge the Wadarung and the Ghana people as traditional custodians of the beautiful lands on which this podcast is being recorded. We pay our respects to Elders past, present and emerging and extend this respect to other First Nations people who are here with us today. So let's get started. In this podcast, we are speaking with Dr. Paul Wong, Professor Emeritus of Trent University and Trinity Western University. He is the founding president of the International Network on Personal Meaning and the Meaning-Centred Counselling Institute. Dr. Wong is founding director of the graduate program in counselling psychology at Trinity Western University and head of the division of social sciences at Tyndale University. A prolific writer, he has published eight books and more than 200 journal articles and chapters. Dr. Wong is an internationally acclaimed leader in existential positive psychology, integrative meaning therapy and meaning research. He is the recent recipient of the Carl Rogers Award from the Society for Humanistic Psychology. Welcome, Dr. Wong. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm glad to be here. We're really curious to know, Dr. Wong, what led you to the wonderful work that you do? Well, I consider myself lucky to have been immersed in both Chinese and Canadian culture. So I'm neither, in my own mind, neither a Chinese nor a Canadian because my everyday living, in my own mind, in my own heart, the barrier between East and West pretty well gone. So in other words, I am by culture, by culture. So this allowed me a unique lens to look at the big questions about human existence, mm. such as the meaning of life, human suffering, and death. So I'm able to look at uh, many aspects of psychology with not only a deeper understanding, but a broader understanding. Mm. For example, we all understand the importance of acceptance, right? Yeah. Accepting what cannot be changed. Accepting what is beyond human control. In the West, the, the concept of acceptance is primarily a cognitive factor. Cognitive. In my mind, I say, oh, I want to do I accept it. Mm. But in China or in Asia, acceptance is more a matter of the heart. That is the expression of accepting my fate, accepting my destiny. That is my lot. So 
that extent of accepting it joyfully, accepting it with patience. So that's conveyed by the by Taoist concept of Wu Wei. Wu Wei means the action action. Wu Wei means that I just follow it naturally. I just let my life flow. Okay. And the concept is the moderation. See, we think about moderation means don't do extreme. We talk about temperance. But in, in Asia, the concept is, is, is a bit different. It's richer. The company called Zong Rong Zi Dao. Zong Rong means just right, not too much, I not too little, but also right for situation. In addition, it's not only just for good for me, but also good for other people. So it's a, it's a much more complex, much more broader concept. Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm able to enrich psychology with the integration of Chinese concept and the Western concept. Mm. I really love the, the sense of that broader concepts and understanding because there is so much. And, you know, as Leanne and I, we've both completed a master's of positive psychology and we were really fortunate to be in that field when, you know, it's been opened up to be much richer into more than just ourselves. And it's just so important to be, you know, really deeply listening to other perspectives. And I think that's what I've taken out of my studies, I guess, is by opening our minds to other perspectives, we are in, in ourselves and the world is a better place because we're thinking differently. Yeah. So that's why in order to develop global psychology, mm. we have to include East and West, North and South. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> In a lot of your research and a lot of your work, you talk a lot about meaning. And I'm just wondering whether you could ha help us understand a little bit more about what meaning actually really is. Okay. Again, I credit my understanding of meaning to my early childhood suffering. I was a war baby. I was born when Japan invaded China. So as a child growing up under Japanese occupation and also during civil war and refugee in, in, in Hong Kong. So I see a lot of suffering, okay? Yeah. So, so therefore, for me, the question of meaning in life is not just a philosophical discussion, but it's a matter of life and death. Also, different from part of psychology, meaning life is not about my authentic happiness. It's actually about some core values such as oneness, harmony, mm. balance, and in how to fulfill all these core values so that we can create a, a better world that all, all people can live a meaningful life, not just me. So, so the, the concept is much broader. And also suffering is an important factor. So I'm maintaining that you cannot talk about meaning in life without understanding meaning of suffering. Mm -hmm. Even as a young man, as a teenager, I was asking myself, what the meaning of suffering? What is the reason for living when there's so much pain and so much hardship? You teenagers nowadays commit suicide mm -hmm. because they, they they cannot see their way through. 
they don't see any future. They say, what the point of struggling for a good grief, for a good job? Eventually, we suffer and die. So that's why, in my research, more than how to cope with stress, how to cope with aging, how to cope with death. And meaning is just a byproduct. So in my early research, I used the implicit theories to find on people. What's their idea of meaningful life? So I, I don't develop a meaning of life from armchair. I actually talk to people, thousands of people from all walks of life. So it, it turned out that the, the many social meaning, people derive meaning from different ways, different sources. So at least there are eight major sources of meaning, such as achievement, relationship. But the key is this. The key is that to live a meaningful life, there had to be a balance. For example, achievement good, but it had to be balanced by accepting your limitations. Okay, so similarly, helping other people is good. Helping other people is good, serving other people, but also balanced by a larger vision of serving God. So it had to be balanced. In addition to balance, there also had to be breath. You know, if you put all the eggs in one basket, only to one thing that's sports, oh. then when your sports is over, then you end up nothing, you're empty. Mm-hmm. So it needs to be broad. Not only broad, that has depth, that the vertical dimension. You're reaching out to the highest value and dig down to the deepest, deepest hell and how to survive that. And so that's why my concept of meaning is, is, is much broader, more complex. When I think about hard, stories to hear Mm. each person has shared Mm. incredible wisdom from that suffering and has been able to have an outlook on life and and have a meaningful life which is which is amazing considering the challenges that have been experienced how much how much do you think the level of challenge impacts a level of meaning. Okay. I think that meaning in life has to involve meaning of suffering. The second point is that meaning is not as simple as detecting order or detecting pattern. Life is full of absurdity, Mm. full Mm. of mysteries. So meaning, in order to make sense of meaning, we really need to be open-minded and try to accept our limitations and accept the fact that life is full of mystery, full of wonders. So therefore, understanding is is more a matter of approximation, a matter of use of our imagination, use of our right brain, use our intuitive intuition, and use our, our faith. Faith means that seeking God's help, trying to make sense of this, this complex thing called life. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
And interesting, they, they meet often missing in the Western emphasis is vulnerability because everybody has their own way of life. Everybody has picked their own path. We can't, we can't impose our view on other people, right? It's free world, free country. But the problem is that often people choose misguided goal and messing up their, their lives. If you make making money your life goal, sooner or later your phone is a trap or getting rich fast and following the trap of scam. So what I'm saying is that a kind of all the research, pursuing meaning, offer the, the most promising way to live a good life, okay? So therefore, it, it takes some self-reflection. Mm-hmm. It takes some enlightened awareness that my superficial life mm-hmm. it is not the way I want to live. I want to change my life. I want to to seek a more meaningful life. Mm-hmm. So each person had to make a conscientious, intentional choice mm-hmm. that I'm sick and tired of my current existence. I want to find my calling. That's why many people resign their job. Many people practice what we call choir quitting. <laughs> because this, yeah. this, uh, this, this pandemic really wakes up. So life is too short. Life is too fragile to do something you hate every day, nine to five. Yeah. Maybe it's time to think deeper, to find out. Maybe you need to find something that is aligned to your core value, yeah. your talent, your interest, also contribute something to humanity, make your life meaningful. So therefore, meaning is not just subjective feeling. Meaning has to contribute some value to society. Yes. Mm-hmm. So if you don't contribute some value to society, don't, don't bring some blessing to other people. Mm-hmm. Or talk about meaning doesn't amount to anything. Mm-hmm. So we have to be the deep satisfaction from bringing value to other people. You feel that uh, at the end of the day, you can die without regret. Say, uh, I haven't wasted my life. I, I'm able to bring some happiness. I'm able to make some contribution to the society. So I can die without regret. So that's why, you know, it's really the complex issue. I'm trying to make people realize that's why I define meaning to pure. Mm-hmm. Pure means P-U-R-E. P means purpose. You need to have a purpose of that is greater than yourself. You need to have a higher purpose for the common good. Understanding. You need to understand that life is complex. People are complex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we, we can we need to have an open mind. Not to be dogmatic that you have all the answers. We do not know all the answers. We have to learn everything from other people. Understanding? The ability that you have to have some ownership, have some ability for your own well-being, for your future. You are responsible for your words, for your action. Nobody can help you. Even God can help you. You do not help yourself. You have to walk your own path. Like how Young say that you have to work with your plow, no matter how rusty. You, you have to use all you have. 
to create a better future. No one can do it for you. Okay. Yeah. So E means if you do all these three, then you can have a deep sense of satisfaction. Mm. That I do my best. I use my talents. Then you have a sense of satisfaction. Whether you get recognition or not, that matter. You know that you are doing your best. Mm. So that's why having a meaning is so important, especially in time like this. There are many people are very depressed or anxious. Mm. So to discover something, to, to, to start living for a, to a higher purpose, to do something that really answers the core value, the deepest core value, do something that they're really deeply interested in. Yeah, they've always dreamed about as a child or, or as an adult. Uh, then, then life is worth living. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even for the suffering, you mm-hmm. suffer joyfully because you're doing something worthwhile. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I couldn't agree more with you. For me, I know when I'm aligned to my values and I know that I'm contributing to others, I feel it in my body, in my heart, and I know it's the right thing. But I also feel when it's not of meaning and there's no contribution and there's no heart space, I feel really stressed. And so there's that really beautiful shift. I'm always, it's almost like that spirituality part for me is that that's what builds that beautiful emotion in my heart. And, you know, you just have to follow that. I wonder, as we move forward from the challenges that we've had with the pandemic, the challenges that we that we have in the world at the moment, how can we draw on a meaning mindset for growth? So we can we can look at life differently. Okay? If we use the meaning mindset to look at the world, it makes a lot of difference. Let me explain to you what makes a lot of difference. Usually, when we look around, we say, oh, what is in, in this situation, what is it for me? This is what people always think about. What can I get out of the situation? So most people, Look at things, look at people from a purely egotistic point of view. Mm. What is there for me, right? Mm. How can I benefit? How, how can I make use of these people, that person, to advance myself? Mm. So that is the, the view of how can I achieve success, how can I achieve happiness? So that's the way people usually think. When I say, this is the way, this horizontal way, horizontal way of looking at things. I'm asking people to do a complete reorientation mm-hmm. from this way to this way. Yeah. Vertical. When you switch to the meaning mindset, you ask different questions. First of all, you ask what the life demands of me. See, what can I offer to life? What can I bring to the table to benefit society? So it is completely, it is it, completely different orientation. Mm-hmm. Let, let John Kennedy, John Kennedy learned from uh, Franco. He said, do not ask what you can do for the country, but ask what you can do for the country. Mm-hmm. The same idea, do not ask what you can get from life, what you can give to life. So it's made from become a taker to become a giver. Mm. 
from a particular trade giver. Now, now that's only one change. The second thing is that we often see not what out there, we, we only see what we want to see. Yes. We only hear what we want to hear. But minimize size is very important because the first thing you do is to suspend the mindfulness, suspend all your biases, your prejudgment, and to, to observe things mindfully without judgment. Mm -hmm. Try to, to detach yourself as an observer. Yeah. So, so you not only try to observe things mindfully, but you, you also, the next step is say, what is the meaning of the situation? See, mm -hmm. you go, go deeper, what, is, what does this situation mean? What does this mean? What does this, what does this situation try to tell me? Yeah. See, now I, I approach it with open mind now. I say, what is person trying to tell me? Rather than judging a person based on what, what you think what she will say. They mm -hmm. all fight between couples, right? Yeah. They're supposed to, oh, you say this. But he didn't say that. You want to hear what you're in your mind. What I'm saying that meaning mindset means paying real attention. What did he say? What he's trying to communicate? What do I see? What's out there? Mm -hmm. So that enable you to have a better understanding of what's going on. Finally, you ask yourself, what is the right thing to do? What is the right way to respond? Yeah. Now, earlier I talked about Zhong Yong, Zhong Yong, the golden mean. In every situation, there's only, Franco said, that only one right way to respond. That is the golden mean. There's not too much, not too little, not too That's hard. Not too bad. Yeah, what the right thing to do? So you ask yourself, what the right thing to do? What's the right thing to say? You avoid many conflicts. Yeah. So many conflicts because they don't hear each other. Mm -hmm. they, don't hear, they don't see what's happening. The other thing is that you not only make use of, make the best use of your time trying to get the most of each situa situation, but you also need to find a sense of calling. Now, mm -hmm. It's not easy thing because often, we stumble or something that become a calling. Okay. Oh, sometimes we do something at first, it's kind of boring, but as you develop an interest, you just help out. That really is my cup of tea. I want to push you further. So there are many ways of discovering when calling. However, here's the key of meaning mindset. Even before you are able to lock down, firm up, say, oh, this is my calling. But whatever you do, you do it with, your, with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul. Now, this is important. You can discover what this thing is, is the right thing for you. Only when you really get into it, you do it superficially, you don't know what it's all about. But if you do anything, bring your whole self, all your creativity, all your talent, 
or your personality, whether it's a waitressing, uh, waitressing table or salesman, you're able to bring to it with, with your utmost. Then the likelihood of success is very much higher in the job. You not only do your best, but also you always aim, aim high. Yeah. Aim at the highest ideal, the, the classic idea of truth, beauty, and goodness. Mm. Or, or doing it at pleasing God, pleasing God, doing it as to God. Mm. So if you aim at the highest ideal, Plus, going hard every day, sooner or later you'll find a calling. Mm. You'll find a calling to do that. Oh, what I call on here? You're plunged plunge into the river of life. Mm. You get involved with life. And make use of every opportunity to do your best. Mm. And look, look up high. Look up, striving toward ideals. Sooner or later, you'll find your calling. When we mindfully approach life, mm. we see things very differently, as you've explained. Uh, whatever you do, do it with all of your all your heart. And I guess that's, you know, to think of it more deeply, it builds that s- sense of self-worth, builds our positive emotion, and I guess then, then we're able to see things through a different lens. Meaning means you got you have to be whatever you do you have to be deeply involved. Yeah. Not say oh this this is not this, this is not my future. It doesn't matter. You do something. Hmm. You do something with all your heart. So the the idea of do your best hmm. and aim aim at the high ideal, a best strategy to grow, mm-hmm. right? It's not about talking. And one more thing, that is, even when everything goes in the wrong way, even when you get stuck, you're sick in a hospital bed, or you can find a job. For me, for example, when I graduated from high school, I couldn't find a job for three or four years. So, it's easy to get depressed, right? Yes. Or find a job, I, 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 I don't have anything, I have no future. But the meaning mindset is that even you have nothing, life still has, has, still has meaning. Because mm. as long as you can breathe, mm. there's hope. So we call about tragic optimism. That means mm. as long as there's breath, as long as there's life, there is hope. Yeah. Why? Because you don't just, oh, I'm sitting there, I'm breathing. You still make the best use to cultivate courage, cultivate wisdom, cultivate learning your skills, learning your language. The writer, don't, don't, don't feel years of unemployment. Mm. I spend my time, half my time looking for a job, half my time study. I, I study philosophy, literature, everything. Mm. You, you, even physiology and medicine. 
I can anguish myself. So, my time now wasted. I, you know, in the hospital, you know, hospital, I lying back, I don't do anything. But I can still imagine things, I, still, I can still compose poems in my head. I still kind of writing, writing things in my head. I, I can still do anything. That idea is don't waste time. Yeah. Value time, value life. Yeah. Then you'll have a meaning. Regardless of circumstances. Dr. Wong, I've got another question for you here. Are you ready for this one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Are you able to explain the five basic tenets of self-transcendence and their relationship to achieving meaning in life? Okay. Five, okay. Number one, we are spiritual beings. Yes. We're spiritual beings. And self-transcendence represent our spiritual yearning to do something greater than ourselves. Yeah. So spiritual self-transcendence represent a spiritual motivation to do something, to be connected with God, connected with nature, like the way where you, where you are standing now, connected with nature, connected yeah. with cosmos, Connect with other people, so it's a it's a it's a motivation to do something. You're not you're not just a brick layer. You're building a cathedral, okay? Yes. Uh, so thinking about you're doing something for for greater purpose, for high mm -hmm. purpose. Mm -hmm. Second thing, we're not only spiritual beings; we are social beings. We're hardwired for other people. So self-transcendence means transcend your self-interest mm. to care for other people. Yeah. To, to, to not only care superficially, but sincerely, yes. deeply care for the well-being of other people. So self-transcendence is a pro-social motivation. Yeah. It's a motivation, it's a pro-social pro motivation, it's like the first, first point. It redirects us from self-centeredness towards other people. Yeah. Okay? The third point is that we are everyday heroes. Now, yeah. what does that mean? It means that we're challenged to transcend whatever difficulty is besetting us, whatever obstacles we face. So in other words, in addition to see the stone before us as an obstacle, self-transcendence mindset says that it is not obstacle, but it is a stepping stone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you know, seeing that as a as optical, you see that as stepping stone. Mm. So you not only transcend everyday difficulties, but you also transcend the developmental tasks through our lifespan. For example, as an old person like me, I'll deal with pain, pains and aches every day. Okay, back A, 
and toothache, all kinds of pain ache. Mm. So in order to live happily, fully, I learned how to adapt to my new situation. I learned how to transcend my suffering mm. and do how to bear my suffering joyfully. So we're a spiritual being, we're a soul being, we're a heroic, heroic being. And finally, we are also a joyful being because God created us to enjoy life. So what is life which has no fun? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what what is life which has no, no no happiness? Yeah. So, so sometimes I'm able to have happiness in the most unlikely places. For example, when I see your, your background, I have a sense of awe, the vastness of the sky, mm. the natural beauty. I feel, ah, what a beautiful planet Earth we have. Mm. What a lovely mm. home we have. Mm. When you go to church or Look at the cathedral. Ah, you know, the center of worship. Mm. Ah, that there's a, there's a God up there, the source of all, the source of all life, all all things are good. Mm. So you have sense of all. Ah, when you look at babies, you have sense of all. Yes. This idea of appreciating, like to have sense of all towards everything. It was a set of deep joy that you, you do find from material things. Yeah. You, you do find this kind of, this kind of awe, this kind of joy from buying, consume, buying things for possession, but rather from your, from your attitude, from your connection with the world outside you. It's a deeper feeling, isn't it? And, and more importantly, more importantly, such a sentence, I was to create a community. Mm. If yes. everybody genuinely care for other people, mm. then we're more likely to have a community that care for each other. Yeah. Oh, wow. My head is so full. It, it is very much head and heart in this conversation. That that spiritual motivation. What resonated with me in 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 that part was was your fourth point around you know happiness, finding happiness in the most unlikely of places. I mean, all of it you know is important. But I think when when we experience you know challenges in, the, in our lives in the world, it can be dark and heavy and it can be hard to see a path forward when there's so much challenge before us but if we you know seek that happiness in those most unlikely stones find the stepping stones I love that find the stepping stones then 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 there's opportunity so so you know what we are you perfect human being we are you perfect human I'm not perfect, you're not perfect. Nobody's no. perfect. I'm not okay, you're not okay. It's okay to be not okay. Yes. <laughs> and we okay. celebrate being imperfectly yeah, yeah. or perfectly imperfect. <laughs> That's right. That's how we can accept. We mm. can rejoice in your imperfection, in your failures, in your pain. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that's why it's so happiness is to be able to not only see the light, but be the light in darkness. Yeah. When everybody say, oh, it's hopeless, hopeless. But you, you, you show up, say, fear not, fear mm-hmm. not. <laughs> Love it. Uh, You're a beautiful human, Dr. Paul Wong. Oh, thank yeah. you. I send my sense of my suffering. <laughs> all, all my concern is due to my suffering. Honestly. So yeah. my public, my Western friends, they, they can't understand that. Mm. Yeah. Uh, see, I, all my understanding is from my my suffering as a child, as a teenager, as adult. In Canada, I said I experienced racism, discrimination. Mm. And people think my ideas are weird, but they are weird. You remember the weird? The weird we psychology. We need to celebrate oh, our weirdness. This is this is my psychology weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, it's, 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 it's not uh, mainstream. They say your psychology is not mainstream. Mm. But their mainstream psychology is weird. Yeah. With white, rich, white people. Oh, my little Asian guy also has something to offer. <laughs> Well, they do say that weirdness is. We need to accept our weirdness and because that's the way we made and that's who we are. And that's what makes us beautiful. Absolutely. Thank you. Oh, sorry. Any more questions? We just wanted to find out whether you might ha- be able to share with our listeners today any, because of besides your fantastic work, which we will put in the show notes as well, but have you got a book or a recommendation of a resource that you think our listeners would like to either follow up okay. on or dig deeper okay. into? I want, I want to leave one strategy that may help your, your audience. Yeah, oh, love that. The ABCD, okay. A means accepting life as it is, mm-hmm. accepting people as they are, and accepting ourselves fully, our dark and bright side, acceptance. Yes. yes. Point, okay? The second point is, B is belief. I believe that I can create a better future with God's help, with other people's help, I believe that together we can create a better world. Mm-hmm. So this, this faith, faith factor, the faith enables us to move forward. But your will faith never waver, no matter how hard life is, mm-hmm. then you 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 get somewhere. Mm-hmm. So faith without work is not enough. So see means commitment. I commit myself to daily improve myself. I commit myself to move towards my goal. No matter how slowly, each day I move, I make some progress. Each day I make some progress. Sooner or later, I'll get, get, get there. So commit myself. So I'm no longer, I'm no longer wondering, wasting my time. I have direction, I have a life goal, that I want to improve myself, I want to develop myself in order to offer my best for humanity. So my time is not wasted, I'm becoming myself. See commitment, deep in discovery. When I dig deeper and, and broader, 
I always discover something, some strength in me that I never knew before. Yeah. When I reach out for help, I would discover that you strangers are willing to help me. Mm. It's surprising that you're humble enough to seek help. You'll find many other people willing to, willing to help me. They, they, they are even better than friends. <laughs> Sometimes strangers are kinder to you than your friends. Mm. Right. So you have to discover that, that people help And more importantly, we have prayed to God. You have to discover sometime your prayers come true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sure. Sometimes miracles can be So you can Finally, you can really enjoy life if you follow ABC. If still get stuck, then you need to evaluate the above steps. See, E can also mean evaluation. You're evaluating the previous steps to see that any fine tuning, whether yeah. you're heading uh, in the wrong direction, whether you are applying the right, wrong strategy, so you do some evaluation until you move again. Mm-hmm. So it's a very flexible way, so A, B, C, D, E. If you pr- pr- prefer, practice A, B, C, D, E, that can help you go through many difficulties. What a beautiful strategy, Dr. Wong. This is just such a, a wonderful conversation. And, it, you know, it's so sad that we're coming to the end because I'm just so loving hearing hearing your wisdom. But if people want to contact you or find out more about your work, Dr. Wong, how can they do that? You can just look at, look at my website, drpowong.com, right? drpowong.com. All my recent writings are there. Also, you can write to drpowong at gmail.com. drpowong at gmail.com. Thank you. And we'll be sure to share that in our show notes as well so that people can can find that easily. Thank you so much. That's just beautiful, <laughs> Dr. Wong. I, I so love this conversation with you. Yeah, love. Uh, it's my pleasure to talk to you. One final question. We like to ask our guests to share a, a self, self-care strategy that they're using from their well-being toolkit oh, you have shared a b c d e that that mm-hmm. lovely strategy but do you have another well-being practice that you're currently taking yeah. or doing that you might like to share okay uh, this is called double vision double vision that means you keep one eye on the ground so to, to, you, you keep in touch with reality and the eye on a goal, on a future. So this is important because you don't want to just look at the future without look at what's happening. What's happening. Oh, like that. So you keep a feet on the ground, solid ground, you're doing something. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you keep an eye on where you're going. Mm-hmm. So this way, you have the future to pull you forward, pull yeah. you forward, yeah. but also, you have the awareness of the present. 
So you're not daydreaming. You're you're you're, you're living yes. the person. You live the person with one eye, the higher ideal mm. on the future. So this way you're always moving, but still in touch with reality. Wow. What a fascinating conversation. I know. And what a wise man he is. Mm. I really loved when he talked about that broadening understanding between the Western and the Eastern worlds. That really mm. got me early on and also from our studies as well. But the depth of knowledge that he has there, he's got true wisdom. Yeah, and the the metaphors that he used just helped mm. me really understand things at a deeper level. What are you taking away from this? Oh, there's so many things and it's really hard to drill it down to just one or two. But I think we've known this for a little while now. I think the pandemic mm. has helped this, but life is a lot more complex than we, what we think. And it's, we're not, we're not egocentric beings. We're actually human beings that are, we're across others and there's more to life than just us. Yeah. If that makes sense. And I think he talked a lot about living a higher purpose so that you're, when you're aligned with your values and you're able to contribute because you have something to bring to the world, something unique. Yeah. I think that was really, really important. And, he, you know, that mysterious part and uncertainty of life is that if we're yeah. always thinking and discovering and evolving and living to our purpose as such, our values, yeah. then life can be easier if we just stop and look and think. What I did find myself thinking about was, you know, when he mentioned about quiet quitting and I think that many of us have been awakened to wanting to live life differently after the past few years. So, you know, and I liked the his double vision metaphor. Yeah, so did I. Keeping one eye on reality mm-hmm. and the other eye on your purpose or what on the future of what you're trying to achieve. And that just that, that just brought it all together for me, I think. I think that's the part where it really brings, I suppose, it was the culmination of the whole talk that he had about the balance. Mm. When you have that double vision and you have the goals that are your future that you went wanting to go to with a meaningful mindset, yes. is that that's where you want to go. But you can't just dream about it and do nothing about it and just no. be all over the place. When you have your feet on the ground, which is that reality piece, then that holds you together and it makes you more stable. With that meaningful mindset, then you're able to move across and question it. I think that was, you know, yeah, outstanding, really. Yeah, that's that mindful approach, isn't it, that he spoke yeah. about. Oh, there's just... I know. I'm going into today with that meaningful mindset because I think yeah. I know myself, and I know we t- talked about it with, with Dr Paul Wong, is... I know I feel that I'm doing the right thing when I have a meaningful mindset. Yeah. But I also know very quickly when something's not aligning to my values that I actually don't feel great. Yeah. So I think that I need to continue to, you know, understand that and lead with a meaningful mindset. Absolutely. All right. Good day, everyone. You too. And thank you for listening to the Imperfect Us podcast. As always, we are extremely grateful to our executive producer, Brenton Ainsworth, for helping us to put this episode together. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please share it with someone you care about, and we would be grateful if you could rate this podcast on iTunes. To continue the conversation and see what we're up to, you can connect with us on LinkedIn. LinkedIn. 
just search for Imperfect Us. Bye for now.